Hello, everybody. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited about this message today. We're going to be talking about how to deal and handle people who are passive aggressive, especially at work. Because at work, you know, we have our we have our professional side. You know, for a long time I struggled with being myself within my job. I worked in a corporate setting where I felt like I had to fit a certain role. I, I, when I became a manager, I was like, okay, well, I, I need to be like a manager. I need to be professional. And I didn't give myself permission to just be myself and know that being myself was enough. Um, and so like, I kind of have the perspective when thinking about people who are passive aggressive, the first thing that comes to mind is really embracing who you are and not letting those people that are holding on to conflict and being passive aggressive about the things that they want, need, or opinions, not mirroring them by being passive aggressive yourself. Because that's something that I used to do and I can only really see it now by, by reflection and looking back, you know, because you don't really see that you're doing it in the moment. Or for me, that was the situation I didn't see in the moment that I was actually mirroring those people that were passive aggressive and being passive aggressive right back. So take an inventory of your own actions, take an inventory of yourself of like, okay, well with this, and there's most likely a specific person that you're already thinking of in your head that drives you crazy. Maybe it's your boss, maybe it's your coworker, maybe it's a business partner. And before we think about them, because let's be real, we cannot change anyone. We can only change ourselves. But the beautiful thing about changing ourselves is the influence that we can have over other people. And the way we treat ourselves also teaches other people how to treat us. So start to look at, okay, well, what are my intentions for this relationship? Do I want to create more teamwork? Do I want to create more unity? Do I actually just want to be at peace, but like not really be around them? You know, I'm sure some of you guys maybe want that, but if, if you guys are working in a close uh, work environment, you know, that's not possible. So the first thing is setting your intention. What is your intention for this relationship? And, and getting really clear on that and start to look at, well, if my intention is to create open communication, you know, my intention is to create a peaceful environment because everyone wants to have a peaceful environment at work. If you're going to be at work for eight hours, and it's a hostile and tense, the truth is you're going to leave eventually if something doesn't change. And I think that the problem is a lot of people wait for other people to change. People wait for the company to change and they completely forget the influence and power that they have within themselves. That if you start to change your mind and start to change your thoughts, then you start to change your actions and the reality around you starts to shift and change. Keep in mind this does not happen overnight. <laughs> it is small, gradual steps of improvement that will give you that sustainable, long-lasting change. Like anything online that says like, you know, five days to make 500K. Okay, that's like pretty extreme. But like 30 days to make 10K. Like sure, it's probably possible. But anytime I see those quick fix, overnight success type things, like it's a sham. It's total BS. So keep that in mind. The intentions that you have take time to cultivate. So once you have your intention, start to ask yourself, well, how can I embody that? And by embody, it means how can I become that peaceful person that I want 
to be in a relationship with at work, you know, that I want to create at work and start to look, well, what are two actions that I can do this week that will help demonstrate those types of characteristics? Another part of it is taking a look at conflict styles. This was really powerful for me when I took communications in college. And then later as a manager, I, I did like a manager training and we talked about conflict styles again. So there's four different types of conflict styles that I recognize. I think there's five in some social psychology as well, but the four that come to mind is avoidance. And avoidance is what's happening with these relationships as to why it feels passive aggressive. And what happens with avoidance, when both people in conflict avoid, both people in conflict lose. It is a lose-lose situation. And a lot of people are afraid to approach conflict, afraid to approach and have these difficult conversations because they view it as exactly that, as conflict as a conflict. And, and we've always been told that conflict is negative and that we're all supposed to get along. But if you study, I've done a lot of studies on teams and dynamics and personality styles and bettering our communication. And a huge indicator of an unhealthy team is no conflict. So conflict is actually a positive attribute of a team because that means that people are voicing their opinions. And if people are voicing their opinions, then yes, of course, we're going to disagree. And that's the beautiful part about creating. The problem is when people voice their opinions and they already have a preconceived notion as to what people are going to say, or maybe once they shared their opinions and they were shut down or rejected then they're just going to close up and they're going to be resentful and they're going to create a us against them type of mentality. The most ideal conflict style is going to be collaboration because collaboration where it's 50% wins, 50% loses, but for both parties, because you're collaborating together to come to a resolution. Then there's also competing, there's accommodation, there's compromising. And those are kind of the five avoidance, competing, compromising, accommodation, and I think I said all five. I think I said them all. But those are the different types of conflict styles. So I recommend getting clear on what your conflict style is. I'm sure there's tests on the internet or some ways, even if you read the descriptions, if you're really honest with yourself, you'll be able to see kind of what category you fall into. And what I noticed with myself is amongst my family, I was very much in the competing style where I wanted to win. I wanted to be right. I wanted them to see that I'm right. Like I wasn't really motivated by them saying you're right. Like my mom, on the other hand, so she, she just, she's made jokes like, Oh, the best thing I can hear is you're right. You know, that's, that is a part of her personality, but she says it in a playful way. So get clear on what your conflict style is because it's something that can be learned and changed over time, but we, we can't get a clear direction of where we want to go if we don't know where we are right now. So it's really important to, to be self-aware of how you handle conflict because it's really easy to point out how other people handle it, but we need to be self-aware so we know what influence and, and what type of qualities we are bringing into these relationships. All right. So when dealing with passive aggressive people at work, I want to give you guys some like practical, practical tips to handling things. Um, the first thing is going to be thinking about that person that you really kind of can't stand. Cause I'm sure it's because of that person being passive aggressive, it starts to create resentment. You start to not like them. You maybe are starting to not like your job because of this person. I want you to try and 
put yourself in their shoes and try to see things from a different angle. I mean, keep, I, I totally understand. Maybe this person's a total jerk, but try to look at it from their perspective for a second and try to think, well, they were hired on because they have some type of skill or some type of, um, qualifications and you know the boss saw something in them to hire them so there has to be some type of positive qualities and positive attributes about this person and there is a huge energy shift that happens when we are thinking about someone in their greatness instead of thinking about someone in their darkness you know thinking about all the negative qualities about them if all of the negative crap that's ever happened with that person is always lingering in your mind every time you have a conversation with them you are bringing forth that type of energy because even if they even say that 80% of our communication is nonverbal so there's so much that's being communicated between you and that person even when there are no words being exchanged So do a little inventory of, okay, well, what communication am I putting off just with my body language, with how I'm approaching things and start to think of them in their greatness. And I know that this may be hard if they've been totally a jerk or whatever else. And the next part is when you find them starting to get passive aggressive about something or saying resentments or saying little snide comments or whatever else, take that moment to just take a deep breath and drop into your heart. Because the way in which you say things is super important. So you want to make sure that you're coming from a very grounded and loving place and saying like, hey, like, is there something else going on? Like, hey, I've kind of noticed you, are you upset? Is is there something going on? Try to, try to crack them open a little bit by asking some questions. And when you do ask those questions, be quiet enough to listen, to hear and not be offended or not be quick to try and dismiss it because if you really want to create an open communication environment, you have to learn to not take things so personally and not get, um, offended by other people's answers and responses. Because when we are self-aware and we have our own, our own position on things and we kind of know we have to be aware that we have a lot of influence over our interactions. And we also, cannot control anyone but ourselves. And most of the time when people are having a bad day, it has nothing to do with you. You have no idea what's happening in their home life, in their love life, in maybe like family stuff. Like we just don't know. We don't know what's going on in other people's lives. We can only assume to know. I mean, maybe you have a close relationship with them and they tell you, but I doubt it or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast about how to handle passive aggressive relationships. So yeah, try to ask them questions. Try to try and get them to see because what if they have something going on and, and it actually doesn't have to do with you, but they're taking it out in the work environment. Ask them questions. Involve them in things, especially if you are a decision maker at work. Maybe they feel inferior. Maybe they don't feel a part of the team. So Harvard Business School did a study and they asked, I don't know how many managers, like probably a thousand managers, what do you think is your employee's biggest motivator? You know, like what motivates your people? And most of the managers put at the top two being promotion and money. So that status and the income. They're like, yeah, I think that's what motivates my people. And then they did a study on all of their employees and said, hey, what motivates you? Like what gets you really excited? And the top two for them was inclusion and recognition. So the managers 
we're assuming that what motivates them also motivates their people. So if we just take into consideration that all of us, if, if we had a boss and we were working for something and we're working for a company or organization or whatever, recognition and inclusion are two of the biggest motivating factors. So even if you are not the owner of the business, but you have some type of influence or actually regardless, regardless, how can you create more of an environment that has recognition and inclusion? Because that person that's passive aggressive is probably bitter because of something they weren't recognized for, something they weren't included on, something to where they feel like they aren't being heard. And that's why they're starting to get into this bitter, passive, negative, you know, crap. And so maybe you're already thinking of, oh, wow, I can already think of this one time. But another way is to ask them. Like if you are the business owner, do send out a survey to all of your people asking like, how satisfied with you are you at work? Like a question, if you're a manager and you manage people, ask them, if you were the manager, what is something you would do differently? And it requires you to lay all pride down to really be open and receptive and take it as a learning opportunity to grow. Because these are the pe- this is your team, this is your people. But you can also create that type of open communication with the people that are passive aggressive and remembering it's a step-by-step thing. It's not going to be an overnight. But if you start to look at them in a different way, you start to include them, you start to, to be yourself and not mirror their passive aggressive tendencies, things will start to shift because deep down inside of that person that you have conf- that person that is passive aggressive towards you, they still have a heart. They're still human and every human wants love and connection and inclusion and wants to matter. They want to matter. They want to be a part of something. And so if you're creating an environment where they matter and that, and I mean, and you don't have to go kiss their ass. You don't have to be like all up, you know, trying to get them to like you. This is not what it's, it is not about them liking you. It is about there being peace within the work environment. So maybe they like to work alone and they don't really want to talk. And maybe, you know, try to be very observant of, is this me or is there actually something going on? And if you know in your heart, no, there's something going on. They're unhappy about something. They're not chilling with something. How can you still be productive and enjoy your day and not let them bother you? Because there's a chance that all of these tips that I'm giving you don't apply to your specific situation. And if that's the case, you get to, you don't have to, you get to find a way to still enjoy your job without taking it personal every time that other person says a snide comment and it puts you into a negative mood. Because if that per- it's it, this is the thing with life. There's always an enrollment happening. And what I mean by that is either people are enrolling you into why their life sucks, why this job sucks, why things are crappy, why I got the short end of the stick, why you, sh- you know, there's, o- or you are enrolling them in your beliefs. Even think about like parents. Parents are trying to enroll their kids into cleaning their room or the kids are enrolling the parents into why they should do it later. Or anything with sales. Every single kind of, even if it's going out to dinner, you're enrolling that person into why you should go to dinner. Sometimes it's super easy. Sometimes it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. So keep that in mind. Is that person that you have conflict or avoid, you know, passive aggressive conflict with, is that person enrolling you into what they believe? 
Are they enrolling you into believing that open communication isn't going to be possible? Are they enrolling you into believing that your boss sucks? Are they enrolling you into believing, you know, whatever the case may be, don't forget how much influence you can have over other people by being strong and confident in your own beliefs. If you want to have, create a happy, joyful environment at work, ask yourself, how can I show up differently in order to create that? What areas of my life can I not take personal anymore or not take personally anymore because it's not actually serving me and it's not actually about me? Especially as women, we want to nurture and take care of everyone around us. We want everyone to kind of be good and it's really easy to be selfless, but to a point of giving so much away that there's nothing left for yourself. So ask yourself, are you doing that in this situation with this person that's passive aggressive? Are you giving all of your energy to them when they might not even be thinking about you at all because they're bothering you so much? When are you going to decide to not let them bother you? And if you find yourself saying they make me so mad, they make me so frustrated. They make me feel so uncomfortable. No one can make you feel anything. You choose it. Every situation in life can be seen as neutral, especially in the work environment. And we choose how we want to act. There might be an initial gut response, of course. Like if someone says something mean, your gut response is going to be like, oh my God, that, that hurts. I feel sad. But we can choose to not accept that remark and not take that into consideration, not take it personally. And so I want to remind you of the power that you have with your feelings. Catch yourself if you ever say that someone makes you feel this way. It was kind of a slap in the face because it was actually a conflict with someone in my family that I was having a couple years ago. And I was saying, I was like, they just make me feel so um, unimportant or I don't know, something like that. And I was talking to my coach on the phone and she's like, Kelsey, can I give you feedback? And that's always like when you know something's coming, I'm like, okay, yes, give it to me. You know, cause I'm, I'm obsessed with personal growth. I always want to do the right thing. I want to be able to create peace in my relationships and empowerment and I want to grow. And so if there's an area in my life that I'm not, that I could be changing that would serve me, I'm always open to it. So she said, Kelsey, can I give you feedback? She's like, no one can make you feel anything you are choosing this. So what would you like to choose instead? How would you like to feel instead? How can you take action towards cultivating those feelings? What is in your control and what is not in your control? And if it's not in your control, how can you, how can you surrender and let it go? Because there's no point in putting all of our worry, our stress, our anxiety, there's no point in having all of those feelings about something that is 100% out of our control. However, if it is in your control and you do have the ability to influence the situation or make changes or treat someone differently or look at someone differently, then make the decision to start changing. And again, remember, nothing happens overnight. It's small incremental changes over time. So remember the influence that you have and be decisive. Make the decision. Maybe it's the decision that you're no longer willing to put up with behavior because we, treat, we, ta- we teach people how to treat us. 
if someone is rude to you or disregards you, or maybe they're not carrying their weight when it comes down to job roles, if you're too afraid to bring it up because you're afraid of conflict, you are teaching people that that's totally okay and they have full permission to do it because you're not having a strong enough backbone to say, hey, what's going on? I'm pretty sure between our, even saying, hey, uh, what's going on with this? I see that you're not able, you, you haven't been doing it. Is there something going on? Can I help in some way? Like we really have, this is our, this is something we have to do. You can of course make that, make that specific to your scenario, but don't be afraid to bring things up because that comes down to you owning your own self-worth of knowing, yes, I, I deserve to have these conversations. I deserve to work with people that are going to carry their own weight and I can have these difficult conversations without creating a negative conflict, especially if you are, especially if you are a manager and you're managing other people. So keep in mind your influence, keep in mind how you are showing up, be intentional with how you want to view the people around you that you work with and decide the type of environment and outcome you'd like to create at work and think of ways that you can take action. If you're not the manager or the boss, maybe have a conversation with the manager and the boss and say, Hey, these are some of my goals for us as a team. What do you think? And then talk to that person that you have a uh, conflict with and say, hey, you know, I've been thinking about all of us as a team and use the word team, use we. I've been thinking about us as a team and I've been thinking about things that would help us all grow or all be more productive or all be a little bit happier. And I want to find a ways to create more peace and openness and communication. What do you think? And always ending it with that. Well, what do you think? It's including people in those conversations. So that's what I have to say about how to approach passive aggressive people at work and how to be proactive in creating that type of environment that you want. I hope that this episode served you, empowered you, gave you a little bit more confidence when thinking about your relationships at work and and, and made you and helped you see how much power you actually do have in these situations because we're always mirroring each other. There's always someone that's kind of leading that we're, that we're going to act in response to. So be that positive beam of light, be the flame, not the moth. And I'd love to be able to hear your guys' comments, hear any successes that maybe you have in your relationships at work. You guys can be able to reach out to me. I'm always hanging out on Instagram. I love stories. You, you guys that follow me probably are listening because of seeing about my podcast on Instagram stories. But if you don't and you're like, what? You're on Instagram? It's Kelsey Lowe Show on Instagram. So that is it. Thank you for tuning in to Joyfully You Podcast. And if this is your first time, please leave a review and drop some five stars in there. You know what I mean? That stuff gets me so excited and it really fuels my dream of having this podcast and being able to serve millions of people through confidence and positivity and motivation. So thank you for listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you on the next episode. Oh,